Hey, you depressing bastards. How the hell are you? Stan the Joke Man. Yeah, back at the helm. Back from vacation. A very much needed, long-awaited vacation. Yeah, I'll talk about the vacation here in a second. First, I, I, I was so thrilled to get back in such a great fucking mood, only to, only to only get hit in the face with this one. As soon as I open up my fucking email shit this morning, bam! There we go. There's a father. A father of three who dies the same way his three children did. Why does somebody have to stand behind the dugout with an aluminum bat and crack me one in the face with this fucking story? First thing that I get back from vacation and I get hit with that. A dad dies the same way as three kids died. Is that the story? Yeah. You know, I could probably name about a dozen families that went out the exact same way, just differently in Maui. Thank God I didn't vacation in Maui. You know how fucking mad I'd be if I'd vacationed in Maui after years of not having a vacation? Yeah, I I went the other way. I went I went to the Caribbean. I did. I did. I well we stopped off at Key West first. Had to stop in Key West, oh my god, of the entire trip. The most southern end of Florida there, Key West, that right there is the hottest, the most humid of the entire fucking trip. Why was I there? Hey, this trip was a relaxing, complete, unplugged fucking poker run for me, and no way am I playing cards anywhere near Key West, not swinging by Ernie's house. Hey everybody, Stan the Jugman here in Key West. I'm really excited because for the first time in my life, I can honestly say I have an appointment at Ernest Hemingway's house. How's that for boring, lame-ass, on-the-spot audio that brought nothing to the game at all? Thank you, Stan. The same bloodline of cat still inhabits the residence. I'm the joke man here. I'm here at Ernie's house. Um, of course, the appointment I had was with uh, Ernie's cat. He's in the dumps. And hi, baby. You doing okay, Shug? See, he doesn't give a damn about me, but... Hey, Ernie, you got something to drink? Am I a fucked up person? Yeah. I almost had a heat stroke to go, go say hi to a cat. I guess. I don't know. Hey, you know what's cool, though? I made friends with Ernest Hemingway's gardener. That's right. Justin the gardener. He's a solid cat. You see a lot of people, they go and they tour shit. They go take pictures of shit everybody else is taking pictures of. I hang out with animals and the gardener. I get as close to intimate and personal to that home as I possibly can. And who's going to know it better than a cat and a gardener? I just wanted to touch the dirt. I just wanted to smell the soil. I wanted to feel what Ernest felt when he sat there and he wrote to have and to have not. As fucking human as it was, I bet AC was something he wished he had. You know? Yeah. I'd like to say hi to everybody down there, including Justin, the gardener, and... Uh, Joe DiMaggio and Babe Ruth, the uh, cats. Some lazy fucking cats, man. By the way, this is all actual audio you are getting from my vacation. I ain't sound affecting nothing. This is actual audio, folks. Listen carefully. I got a great idea. 
Let's jump off the cruise ship. <laughs> and I'm happy to see there were none of those fucking stories in the newspaper when I got home. I was thrilled to see there were none of those stories. Because we had an aft suite. And if you've ever had one of those little aft suites back there, you don't get a balcony. It's more like a patio, and it's really nice. And it's, I, I promise you, it's the night, sweetest ride on a cruise ship. Incredible views. And um, long story short, <laughs> yeah, it'd be so convenient just to hop right off the fucking boat. And why people continue to do it, drunk or not. Why? It is suicide, 100%. You, they, I don't know why they say 99.9. No, it's a fucking hundred percent. And them shark infested waters. That's why I'm so happy to announce that, uh, that didn't happen. Thank God. We arrived in the Bahamas, hit the fucking Bahamas. And I don't mind telling you, I hit Freeport like a bitch. And this is actual audio of me cascading my big ass into the Caribbean. No apologies. I needed that shit. So after the uh, sunburn from the Caribbean Death Star, I'd be the sun. (laughs) Oh, one of my sons just got scorched all to hell by that sun, but we took good care of him on the boat and hats off to the staff that uh, helped us out in that regard and everything. I played poker just to get away from the screaming, you know. I mean, I'm just glad it wasn't as bad as the time they had to bring him down off the mountain when we went snow skiing in Colorado or the time he fell on the cactus in New Mexico. That was bad. Oh, shit. How about the time we were in Jamaica and he accidentally swallowed too much ocean water and threw up for four days? Don't against coral reef and Cozumel. Through it all. The old man knows when to cut, run, and go play cards. Yeah. And the silver lining to that is, you know, you wake up at the end of the cruise like we did. And, um, hey, look, there's an envelope here in the mail slot. Oh, free passage on the, um, yeah. Hey, got another one for free. (laughs) See there. This is one of them times a gambling addiction can pay off. We got the ride back up the Mississippi during the wee hours of the morning. And, hey, I got to see that for the very first time in my own eyes. What it was like to cruise up the Mississippi in total darkness early in the morning. Got to knock that one off the bucket list and turn right around and knocked another one off when I saw my very first professional NFL football game. Yeah. And I was plaza level, folks. I was downstairs. And I captured D.C. Derek, is it Derek Carr? Yeah, I got his very first touchdown on my camera phone. Check it out. (laughs) Damn, he almost threw that pass straight at me. That was fucking awesome. I loved it. Too much data, too much good time. Now I'm just worn the fuck out, and I'm ready to come back to work and take it out on you. (laughs) Headline news, Dear Stan Letters, up next.
Oh, is it next? Am I just winging this shit today? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. All right. Of course, that death toll in um, Maui, it has reached 106 counties beginning to identify the victims. They don't give a shit about us. Hawaii's famous Aloha spirit is being strained, they say. Aid isn't coming quick enough. Stings like hell, doesn't it? Takes a second or two to get everything where it needs to go. You all need to quit your fucking bitching and give these first responders a break. They're doing everything they can to get to you. They're going to get there. You're getting a small taste of how them folks in Puerto Rico are feeling. You're just getting a small taste of how the folks in Puerto Rico were feeling. How much did you give a fuck then? I'll bet you didn't, did you? You probably said, oh, shit, they'll get to them. They just need that. Yeah. How about it, folks? You haven't been forgotten. It takes time. They're still trying to save lives and account for the human beings that are missing. Daddy is going to have to get off his golfing ass, and he's going to have to go lug some fucking water up to the house. Rudy Giuliani struggling like hell to pay his massive legal bills. Well, that's what happens, uh, Rudy, when you go to bed with a fucking whore. You went to bed with a whore, Rudy Giuliani. You knowingly, willfully sold your soul to the fucking devil. You did it with a straight face. You lied on people, and you willfully, maliciously hurt people. And now it's blowing back on you, and you want us to feel sorry for you? Hey, Rudy. Fuck you. You turned on America, boy. You arrogant pile of shit. You attacked it. You shamed yourself forever. Yeah. You'll be dead soon, but your name is going to be shit to America because you sided with the devil against this country. You'll be lucky if people forgive you for it. Let alone forget. It'll never be forgotten. Forget that. You'll just be lucky if they forgive you. Hey, here's some vacation news out of the celebrity world. Something a little more positive and uplifting here. I see Salma Hayek. (laughs) Yeah, she was taking a dip in a blue bikini while yachting in Mexico with her family over this past week. And damn, I was on the wrong side of the Caribbean. I have to level with you at the age of 56. She looks freaking great in a bikini. Yeah. They're on the yacht swimming, having a good time this weekend. They got a great shot of Salma Hayek climbing out of the water. Hey, for 56, I'll tell you, she's got a butt going on. You can see the creases there. I love it. A little turtle head poking out. You can go to the bathroom, Selma. Why are you sitting on the toilet working out that little turtle head? Gnaw on this one a little bit for me, would you? I was thinking about Donald Trump, and I was thinking about, you know, of, of all the lies and all the bullshit, this well-choreographed attack organized attack on the United States of America, watching it fall apart, you know, watching it completely come apart and everybody who saw the cockroaches and rats are scrambling the ship and running for coverage, trying to jump on something to stay afloat. Where's Melania? Yeah. My question to you, Donnie, is, hey, what, is there no room to blame any of this classified document shit on her? Of course, there's plenty of room. She's got a big bullseye on her back, Don. And if you're looking for a way out, the only other person who could have been in and around them documents that victimized you, sir, would have been Melania. 
Why haven't you blamed her yet? At this point, that's about your only damn option. Melania did it, right? Yeah. Do you really love her? Or is that just a big crock of shit too, Donnie? I'm guessing divorce has been on the horizon for some time, right? Yeah. My question is, when are you going to flip on her? When are you going to flip on that bitch and blame her for everything? Hey, I never touched him classified documents. It was all Melania. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Drop me a letter anytime. Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook. That's how you can get a line to me anytime you got something to say. I'd love to hear from you. If you don't have a Facebook account, tough shit wasn't meant to be. You understand my husband doesn't want to have children with me. You should have thought that out before you got fucking married. We've been married 10 years. You've gone to doctors. I always assumed we'd give it a go one last time, but now my husband says he doesn't want a kid right now and may never want one. I mean, people can change. I don't want to speak for the man, but you need to make sure he's not uh, giving up on the marriage, too. Don't, don't create a family with somebody that doesn't want to create a family with you. Dear Stan, I am by nature a pretty friendly, jovial kind of person. I take people as I find them and try not to pass judgment on anyone until I go... Yeah, stop trying to justify who you are. What's the fucking question? Lately, more and more often, people, even ones I've known for years, have begun saying critical and, frankly, rude things to me. I don't think I've said anything to them that could be construed as offensive. I do know I'm somewhat outspoken and can be a little opinionated, though. Could my easygoing jocularity somehow make people think it's okay to be rude to me? I've ended several friendships for this reason. I don't want to, you know, stifle myself. I want to continue being friendly and outgoing, but I'm not sure. Have people become so shallow? They only respect others who are reserved or even hostile? That's a sad world to contemplate. You know, I talked about this on the show a couple of weeks ago. It's belligerence. People are belligerent right now highly belligerent they need somebody or something to blame for how they look to the world right now yeah the trumpies the stink is all over them for the world to see their neighborhoods their friends their family they've really shown their ass over the past five or six fucking years all their cynicism, all their hatefulness. I, you know, you try to tell them you're getting played like a fiddle. You're getting played like a fiddle. And they turn on you. They turn on you. And in the, in the end, what do they do? They do what they're doing now. They're running around hostile and belligerent. Just trying to find something or something. They got to lay it somewhere. And they can't. They cannot be reasoned with. They tribe up. Try to work out new ways they can attack innocent Americans and innocent people. Yeah, they do it through scripture. They do it through law. They do it to children, young adults, adults, minorities. These are the vile, wicked folks you've written about. Yeah, you read about them. They call themselves Christian not realizing that their dismissiveness and their lack of action is as bad as the action itself. God's watching. 
I'm going to start doing some thinking on my own and stop listening to these fucking dopes around here who are trying to tell me how to think. <laughs> no, no, I'll think on my own, thank you. That's the alternative, but you're not going to get it because these spoiled little fuckers are going to continue to double down on their shame, on their wrong, on their wickedness, as though they can validate it somehow if they just keep pointing fingers. All we've heard from you, Greg Abbott lovers, is excuse, excuse. I don't agree. I don't agree with it. Oh, yeah, you sat silent and did nothing. Nothing to stop those animals. I'm talking about the fuckers you vote for. False Christian. And they're constantly trying to find a way to antagonize people and knock people down and stomp on people. And the very fucking second you call them out on it, the very fucking second you turn it around on them, they play the victim. And as far as you're concerned, young lady, don't you stop being jovial. Don't you stop being happy and giving out that positive energy because it's contagious. Yeah, the world turns for you if you smile first, you hateful fucking pricks. Remember, I told you, hate, that's the easiest emotion in acting. It's the easiest emotion. Rage and anger. It's the easiest. Yeah, in both real life and acting. It's all smoke and mirrors and any fucking body can do it, including fit-throwing brats. It's as simple as that, folks. Belligerent, fit-throwing brats. You're right to do what you do. Cut the negative out of your life. And if that's how they're going to be, get them out of your life. Get them out of your life and don't let them bring you down too. Ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, I am just worn the fuck out, and I'm not making excuses to give you such a shitty show, and I apologize for that, but uh, we are going to have Chapter 14, Bombing Down Poinsettia, this evening at 8 p.m. right here on the Stand the Joke Man show. That's right, folks. And um, I don't even know what the name of the chapter is. I'm I'm still delirious. I'm going to go take a nap. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I need to recuperate from a freaking vacation. You know how it goes. I'm glad to be back, folks. Bombing Down Point City at Chapter 14 this evening. Stand the Joke Man Show back again on Friday. Hi, dude. Tell me about it. Can deals me, amigos.